So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? I don't know, like touch a flower, is it moving? Like, no, nah, it feels pretty locked up. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. Oh boy! The wop, wop, wop. You fucking blew it! <laughs> Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back, Moped Money Podcast. We're here, you know, talking mopeds. Another week. Uh, right out the gates, man. Like, we got, our, we already got our guest on, uh, Joshua. Say what's up, bro. Hey, man. Hey, bud. <laughs> Should I call you Joshua? Should I call you Josh? Should I call you Dirty Fingers? Like, what do you, what do you want, bro? I introduced myself as Joshua, but like honestly, I answer to like I mean, a name is just uh, something like somebody makes that's directing your attention, like way, and you respond to it. So I mean, like I respond to Josh, Joshua, like I am Joshua of Dirty Fingers Garage down here in Florida, uh, but whatever you feel comfortable with, <laughs> to be honest. We'll, we'll we'll just keep it like you know, like fluid. You know, we'll call it call it all the things. You know, yo, you. I like you lately. Like, yeah, hey, you. And I point at them so they know exactly who I'm talking to. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's like kind of innate. Like, it's just this ener- energy. You know, like, when you, when someone's speaking, like, yeah, you know. I was actually at Target earlier getting a couple of, like, last minute supplies. And honestly, I'm a little neurotic. <laughs> like, I was talking, like, mentally, I was looking at a list and I was kind of talking to myself. And then, like, I was standing in the self checkout line and that line was really long. I was like, and I kind of like, do I really want to check myself out? And like I said that aloud, and I kind of walked away. But there was a target worker, and they thought I was talking to them. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, it wasn't me. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, fun times. Yeah. So let's get this out of the way real quick. Um, shout out to uh, the Moped Brothers and Syndicates, uh, the two new official Moped Army branches. Um, I don't. I don't know if it's been announced yet. Well, by the time this, this comes is out, this is new to me. This is exciting. Yeah, poll, polls are closed. They both. They both got pr- voted in pretty good. Like, uh, I don't know. Voter turnout was a little rough this year. Like overall, like from Open Army, we only had seventy-seven percent. But. You know, well, that's I mean, that, that's but hey, that's better than our voter turnout <laughs> for the nation. <laughs> yeah. So, but consider there's only 371 voting members, but still, like you know, we had like 77 percent decent, like better. Yeah, than, that's, that's better. I think I, I think our electorate's like 30 something. Yeah, I'm, I'm like it's better better than half. You know, like I know, like we were like my club, we had a little a hard time like beating the war drum. It was like you know, we, I don't know, we weren't we didn't do a rally this year, like. You know, we kind of met up a couple times here and there, but, like, we weren't super, like, you know, doing all the things this year. Like, a lot of us, like, have had kids in the yeah, last I, year or two. Like, it's been, like, a, little, a weird couple, you know, months. But, um... I remember, well, I remember on your past episode, you were talking about how you were taking a little break because you just like and everything. I mean, it's hard to post rallies, to be honest. Like, I've, the ones I attended to, attended this past year and talked to the people, it's, I mean, it's, it's rough. It's not easy. Yeah. But... I don't know. It's cool. Like I'm excited that those 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 two clubs got in. They both deserve it. Like syndicates, like sparking that fucking new blood in Denver and Moped Brothers doing their thing in Michigan. Like Michigan needs another club, but you know, when they do, like I'm glad they're doing it right. You know, 
So, nice. you know, how many is that in Colorado? Is that, is that just, is, is there just one club there? Uh, my club's there. Black Black's there and Sydney. Okay. I don't, I don't know okay, of any yeah. others. And then, um, awesome. Michigan's just like swarm with moped clubs, but which is sick. I mean, Michigan's a big ass state and you know, the Midwest has been doing their thing forever. Michigan's part of that. So yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, like, like some years it's like some clubs barely make it in. Like, you know, they, they got to get uh, higher than 75% or 75% to like yes votes to get in. And mm-hmm. both clubs got 90%, like above 90. So like most probably those 90% nice. syndicates are 91%. So it's like, that's pretty unanimous. Like everyone who like has heard of them, like knows they're legit, knows they're doing their thing, holding down and you know, they deserve to get in and hopefully they push it forward and, you know, they spark some other young people to get interested in mopeds and then they start another club and who knows another year or two from now, we'll have another club signing up. I mean, tons of new clubs More are popping moped. up every, every time I turn around on Instagram, there's another moped club. So, you know, it only takes one or two people to be like, Oh, like I enjoy this. This is kind of fun. I'm going to start my own little These thing with my exist. buddies. Yeah. <laughs> and then next thing you know, they trick all their other friends in the riding mopeds. And you have a new <laughs> mobile club. It's it's great. <laughs> and then you're annoying your neighbors and the HOAs and Yeah, man. Just a little buzzing time. buzzing around, pedals. Dude, I've been like obsessed with pedaling lately. Like I rode this week. Um I did like a a little like night mission to a movie theater last night by myself. That was fun. Nice. Um I now, when you go on these little do you uh, log your, your I use this uh fifty five GPS app when I go out on cruises. I like don't. speedometer fifty five. I do. I like seeing how fast I'm, I go because I'm like I like playing with the tuning and stuff. So like I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I get I get that. Like when I'm like when I'm check like when I was like I'm like trying to dial a bike in or something, trying to figure it out. Yeah. I'll like run like some kind of app to you know keep track of top okay. speed and average speed and stuff. But like the you know I just like I like are, data. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I like of, I like seeing the numbers and stuff. Yeah, I feel that. Like most of my bikes, I'm just feeling like riding them for like I don't have like anything new. Like so, it's like I'm not really worried about it. And they're all like, yeah. I mean, you, you probably can feel like I, I know Tyrone. Like he was telling me, he uh, tunes his off of like his like sound. So I mean, you can probably feel how fast you're going too. Yeah, they're all fast enough. Like I don't, I don't think any of my bikes go like under fifty. So I'm like, that's fast enough for like just cruise around town. Like I'm not like, yeah. Do you really piss off traffic at all when you have the ones with the pedals? No, I love my pedals, dude. I pedal for fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I pedal, well, yeah, no, I I mean, pedal like, no. backwards, dude. I do all the things. It's great. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I get that, but, but it's just like the the speed thing. So, like around here in Florida, like the main thing that like we kind of I kind of tune our bikes to, so we don't piss off the traffic around us. And the pedal thing is just cheeky because like whenever I see a cop, that's when I usually actuate. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. But, dude, I like. Yeah. I went to some um that scooter out last week just going to the meetup or whatever i think i ran mm-hmm. i think i ran every single red light on the way there i like i literally just, <laughs> every, every time i got to a red light i just like pedal through it like i <laughs> nice. turn off the throttle like i pedal through the intersection i'd like turn the throttle again take off do you honk the horn a little bit before you enter um no but i do honk my horn just like for fun like while riding because i i love the sound of a moped horn it's like the shittiest yeah, yeah, shittiest little buzz <laughs> like buzzer sound it's so funny and i'm just like yeah like and i and i love the fact that like it like it changes tone like you know depending on how much gas you give it because it gets more power yeah, as you're rubbing it yeah. 
That was great. These stupid, yeah. these stupid little things are awesome. You know, ride through campus, like, you know, honk my horn at some kids walking by, like, yo, what's up? What do you think my hog, you know? <laughs> like, slightly audible over the, the two-stroke. Bump, bump. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I know, like, uh, some, of the, some of the homies in Philly, like, have, like, the, the you know, the crafts battery or duat battery you know the you're like you know power tool battery hook up with like a real horn and that's like that's kind of tight i'm kind of into that like you know have a really obnoxiously loud horn on your moped so i i'm working i have one of my maxis have a uh the 12 the 12 volts mvt racing edition with the lights mm-hmm. and i had it running into a splitter and i have an air horn set up on the ass end of it uh it's not running yet um they keep moving parts around um honestly i was supposed to be like the rally bike for this year but it just never got I, like, so traveling with a bike is fun um mm-hmm. it, it's it's like so but like i was gonna bring something and then like just stuff just always like life and timing and everything and um, i ended up just getting loners for some of the rides but uh with the but yeah i have an air horn set up on the one and it's like that's, i'm excited to get that thing going yeah be, it's gonna be fun it's gonna be loud oh yeah <laughs> uh Dude, I'm gonna fucking. I don't know. I don't know if I did it last year or if I didn't. I'm gonna run through the list on like voting stats, on like uh, okay. how the clubs did this year, like individually. Uh, so yeah, um, we'll bang it out. Fucking buzzards, shout out fucking buzzards, hundred percent. Ten out of ten members voted. Like active means like you know your active members are actively voting and staying a part of the thing, doing it. Uh, Casserolers, 100%, 25 to 25. That's pretty hard because they have a big club. But they're, like, pretty active. They still have a weekly ride going all the time. Uh, Decepticons, first Moped Army Branch, 19 out of 19. Fucking solid. Green Bastard, 6 out of 6, 100%. QCB, 10 out of 10. Wizards, 8 out of 8. Zeros, 19 out of 19, dude. Like So that's, that's it. Those top clubs right there. Fucking buzzards, casseroles, Decepticons, Green Bastards, Queen City Barons, Wizards, and Zeros. All 100% voting, which is fucking rad. Like, shout out to those clubs, dude. And then, like, from there, dude, fucking... It's it's still, like, pretty good, man. Like, Ghost Riders, um, you know, 11 out of 12, Cream City Cranks, um, 10 out of of 11. LSLB, 18 out of 20. Land Squid, 17 out of 19. Mopit, eight out of nine. Puddle cutters, eleven out of thirteen. Graveyard shifters, five out of six. Mosquito fleet, dude. Mosquito fleet's still a big club, dude. Fucking twenty-seven out of thirty-five, and that's like still that's, commendable. That's considering, a lot. Considering they have a lot of members, dude. Like you have twenty-seven people, like actually, like yeah, get on the internet and vote. Like I know my club for we have a lot of people too, and I know and I know for a fact there's multiple people in my club that you don't even like remember their fucking moped army login like you know like they don't get on the internet <laughs> so so you always have like those couple it's like they're never gonna get online and go like vote like on a branch dude like they don't use the internet like they haven't touched moped army like but they're still like into mopeds you know so it happens um where are we at fucking uh mcr detroit fucking eight out of eleven Swoops, 18 out of 25. And that's, and I give it up for Swoops. Swoops have been fucking doing their thing a long time. And I know they kind of like got, you know, they're scattering about, they're doing all the things. You know, they're still got, got numbers up there. Who knows? Like, 
if they're all like active dudes, like it's hard, it's hard to keep track of everyone, you know, of who's like still like active. And then like voting comes up and you're like, Ooh, like haven't heard from one of the homies in six months. Like, is he still playing mopeds? You know, like that thing kind of happens time to time. Um, yeah. So, well, so I want to pause real quick. So I've read the, like the application process and like, I know like there's submission deadlines and then like, there's uh, like you guys go through, like the actual members go through like the process of like kind of weeding out who they want to review and they vote. And so not my, what I have in my head, you just kind of said it, but like I went kind of was envisioning was y'all just kind of gather it like at a secret rally and everybody votes. <laughs> but like, <laughs> is there just like a, or is there like a Google hangout that happens or it's, it's like, all, on the, it's all on the forum. So clubs, clubs can apply to be um, a put army official branch and, that goes to Simon, you know, and then that goes to the captain forum. Like they review the clubs to see if they're like, actually, you know, try to weed them out the ones who aren't actual clubs. You know, sometimes you'll have people okay. like make fictitious like applications cause they're fucking around and <laughs> you know, they're like, Oh, they're, tro- they're trolling hard or something. Or, you know, they, you know, just to like vouch like, okay, yeah, that's a real club. I've actually, I've heard of them before. Like those dudes are serious. And then like they, gotcha. you know, they sign they apply and then they go to like a review period. So we have like, uh, set time like on the forum where they have like a private forum for their club's review and you know they intro themselves they let everyone know who they are they tell us like why they want to be a branch and like people all like all the members can like go on that private thread and ask them okay. questions you know see why they're why they want to be a branch like what they're into like how long they've been playing mopeds all the things you know i, I think i asked i think i asked both clubs the same like stupid questions i'm like all right cool like say like you're uh you know, you're on a you're on a ride out of town at like at at a at a, in a, in a at a rally in a city you've always wanted to go to. Like, yes, dude, fuck yes, we're finally we made it to the second San Francisco rally. This is awesome. I'm super stoked. You're so pumped to be on the ride. And mid ride, like the Saturday long ride or something, you see your homie who came with you pull off to the side of the road. Like, I was like, do you fucking jam on it? And act like you didn't see him. Do you pull over and like see if he needs a hand and like take off before you lose the pack? Or do you just suck it up and stick with him the rest of the day in a failure trailer? And I, was like, I say you say you have to stop. Stop. My, my answer is stop. Yeah, it's a hard one. I was like, I was like, everyone yeah. have their own decision, you know? Like, oh, those are those <laughs> stupid interview questions, man. Like, yeah. like, so like my my, uh, my go to is if so if there was a movie so it has the movie has to be fictitious but if there was a movie but it is now a reality so they now make a like a documentary of it mm-hmm. um, and like my immediate answer is uh, Star Trek First Contact. <laughs> I got now I got to watch it like I, I know I've probably seen it but I don't remember it so I'm like damn I'm gonna watch it again. Find out. Yeah, I think it's my favorite Star Trek movie. Like, cause, I mean, honestly, I feel like the aliens are out there and they're just passing us by because we're idiots. Oh, yeah. But yeah, dude, I was just like, man, like, I, I don't know. I asked that question and a couple other ones to put all the clubs just to see, like, you know, what they say. Like, they're, they're all in good and in good fun. Like, I I vouch for both these clubs already. Like, they're, they're legit. They're doing their thing. So I'm like, cool. Let's just like, okay. have fun and ask some stupid questions. And I don't know. Like, I would like. Back in the day, I was like, I'd pull over, you know, any one of the homies. Ah, oh, like my boy, I pull over, and then it was like, oh, I don't want to get lost. I don't want to lose the pack. Like if they're not running glimpse or something where I know I can catch up, I don't want to have to like 
wander off into my own mission until the gas station halfway through somewhere. So I'm like, oh, like I'll pull over, check on. I'm like, are you good? You need anything? You need a spark plug? You need me to like pour some gas out of my bike and yours? Like, cool. Cause we got five minutes before I have to jam on it, dude. Like you're like the time's coming down. And then there's like the times you're just like, ah, I've been to this city multiple times. Like I'm hanging out with him. And if you want to like, if we fix it, we can go on our own adventure or like, you know, we'll just get in the chase and party. Like, I don't know. It's hard. To, it's hard to say. I feel like if you, if there's you lots going, of variables, man. Yeah. I'm like, if you've gone somewhere you've never been before, like, I feel like that's a talk you got to have amongst your, amongst your group on the way there. Like, listen, dude, like if you brought a piece of shit moped and it breaks down first five miles into the ride, you're fucking, you See, have, that's, yeah, that's the have, other thing. Have fun in the failure trailer. I'm fucking going to be on the ride, dude. Like it's I'm out. Like I've never been here. Yeah. I'm trying to see, I'm trying to see the sights. Like I didn't come all this way to fucking break. If I break down, like fine, that's on me. I'm not going to sweat it, but I didn't come all this way to like get in the failure trailer with a running bike. Like get out of here. Like I got to ride. <laughs> well, no, so that's a, that's, a, that's a whole other can of worms, man. Like, so there's, there's people that are down here in Florida that have bikes that they can't. So we, we have a small little club that we've been like forming. Mm-hmm. Um, they're called the float, the flow peds. We just uh, got a name. I'll plug us real quick. Like it. Like uh, we it. just, vo- we, we just voted at our last, uh, group ride. Uh, yeah. Tommy keys. He's been like hosting, uh, like ra- quarterly rides down here, uh, nice. for a little while. And so, like, we've got a flow, the, the flow peds, like, so basically like FL and then opeds, flow peds. Got it. Yeah, like if you listen to a couple of Flow Rider songs, like it's just it's kind of cheeky <laughs> for uh, down down in Florida. <laughs> I'm into it. Like I, I do, so our, our friend uh, Jim Henry over there, him Henry, like he he suggested the imports, which I thought was a pretty good name for us because that was actually on our voting ballot. Because nice. um, like honestly, everybody down here is like essentially an import on some level. Like, <laughs> but it was just cheeky. Like, but uh, the Flow Pens won out, and so that's uh, like our club name. Hell yeah! But uh, congrats yeah. on her name. Thanks. Uh, let's. I'm gonna wrap. I'm gonna finish this list up. Like I'm almost perfect. Almost through, and then we'll we'll move on, dude. Um, where are we at, dude? Pedal cutters, graveyard shifters, uh, MCR swoops, smog squad. Had twelve at eighteen. Black black twenty one out of thirty five. Uh, Magneto six out of ten. Creatures five out of ten, which is like seeing creatures numbers down to ten is crazy for me. Because I remember when I first got in mopeds, they were the big club. You know, they were the ones that were like 30, 40 people. You know, uh, Shanks five out of eleven, KFC two out of five, Mono three out of ten, ACR Action City Rockers two out of eight, and the Spicy Boys one out of five. So that's it. You know, seventy seven percent turnout. You know, we got you know a group of people who didn't vote. Like I can see my list of my the ones in my club that didn't vote, and it's like I know for a fact there's like three of them that like don't even get on the internet, and then I have a couple of them that are like like real surprise, like yeah, like you were at rallies this year, you were like active doing things in mopeds this year. I know you were out here, but like you didn't take the time to hop on the internet and vote, which is just like it happens, like you know. You, I mean, sometimes you forget. Honestly, I procrastinate shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, we beat the war drum a little bit. We weren't, like, you know, calling people up, like, oh, you got to vote. It was like, hey, like, this is going (laughs) I'm like, yo, guys, this is going down. Like, here's here's one text message, and here's, like, one post in the group chat. Like, the rest is on you. If you blow it, like, okay, cool, no big deal. Like, (laughs) but I don't know. After that, we'll probably, like, I think we have, like, uh, internal club reviews and stuff. I think comes after clubs get voted in. So we'll have, like, the 
you know, call outs, you know, if any branch needs to be like, Hey guys, are you going to, are you guys still active or do you need to retire? Like you need to like, what's up? Are you guys still playing mopeds? Like on downturn? Like, you know, you never know. So, but it's cool. Those clubs got in and it's cool. We had a decent turnout and votes and shout out to all the clubs that got like, you know, high percentage of your members like turned up. So I respect it, but yeah, that's it. Moped army stuff done we're that's over with let's, let's move on <laughs> want to talk about this endurance race dude i want to let's let's do both i want to like talk about how you got into mopeds because like that's kind of like the gist of the podcast you know like how people okay. found their way there and then we're gonna get into the into the this endurance race but before we start getting into your history like tell us about what this endurance race is i looked at some videos and stuff but it's pretty epic and there's been some cool epic shit that's going down to mopeds. You know, there was that moped to South America thing. The guys made a fucking book. It's rad. Um, yeah, um, that thing is so that is that thing is so cool. Yeah, there's you know, I, I got that on my desk somewhere. It's in the it's in this room somewhere. Um, there's oh, the, you you actually you have the book. Oh, I've I have, just seen I the, have the, the video and stuff on YouTube. Oh man, I'm jealous. Yeah, yeah, I have the book. <laughs> um, you know, I, there was the. There was, you know, the 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 Baker's Dozen, which was formerly the Pinball. There was the Trans America Trail thing that went down. So every once in a while, like some cool, like epic thing, kind of happens in mopeds in the states. But you, yeah. you know, we see these wild things that happen overseas. You know, like the Red Bull, like moped thing, and like it's all sorts of crazy stuff that you see that doesn't happen here. And you're going to one of those things that doesn't happen here. So tell us a little bit about it. It's also pretty cool, and there's a lot of history that I'm like I kind of just stumbled into, um, and we'll definitely get into how I stumbled into it. Uh, but so yeah, we're the the race is based on this this race that took place. So I'm going to butcher a lot of the the words, and I apologize to my friends in the Netherlands. Um, but there's this race called the Six Hours of Vols, which took place in Vols, Netherlands. Um, I don't know like the frequency of it, but like basically it's very similar to like the Le Mans uh, race, how like it just like in, in France, how it just takes like the IndyCar stuff. Like they, uh, like it's all weather. It's like 24 hours and it's like an endurance race. And there's like a team, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So like, it's very similar to that. And they're, that's what they kind of like modeled it off of. Um, shop and Tomo shop. They have this mope fest that they have been like, so every year they have, they host mope, mope fest um, at their property. And, uh, and again, I'm going to butcher this, but I, I, I pronounce it, uh, Wagenden. <laughs> like, it's definitely not how you pronounce it. <laughs> uh, Wagenden. Oh my God. It's so bad. Um, I at least know how to pronounce their, yeah. my friend's names. That's the main point. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> saw, I, like, I saw like a video from it and like, and it looked like it was just like, like a normal moped rally, you know, at a spot, they had some games, they had a ride, they had like, you know, swap meet kind yeah, of stuff going they, down. Exactly. It's, it's just like a huge moped event, like rally. Um, and they have people from, so like, Oh, scale and size is different here in like in the states versus Europe, and then also like the mentality of travel is different. It's very so the the the, the person that is working on our uh, I call it our dancing shoes for the, the race, our, our, our wheels and uh, tires. Mm-hmm. Um, he lives two towns over, and I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him a little beer because um, I he's he's uh, putting the wheels on for us, and it's like I know it's a chore for him to come two towns over to the shop to like do stuff. So, I mean, it's just travel and distance is, is different um, over there. Yeah. But uh, so 
the the endurance race. I just, I mean, I am like my head is. It, I just want to get like just for people listening. Um, I've been up since six o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and like it's definitely past my bedtime. Uh, <laughs> but any anywho, um, so the Le Mans start. I'm looking at my, my talking points, but there's a lot with this race. Uh, it's an endurance race that Poop Shop has been putting on. Um, this one is based is is four hours long. Um, it's four hours of Zelbhoven, um, and it takes place just outside Eindhoven, Netherlands. Um, there's just a small uh, there's an air, airport near there, and there's a racetrack. It's actually, it's a go kart track uh, for our friends that do the moped GP stuff. The one lap is like the 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 data on um, coming in first through third if you hit anywhere between 50 seconds to a minute for your lap time um you, you'll come you should place somewhere between first and third but um any any of the uh the race it's a three person well three person maximum maximum there's a lot of regulations on our instagram dirty fingers garage uh, i posted the regulations um but, but it's fair like if you guys know anything about the most recent like Gran Turismo movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just regulations. There's a uh, refueling. Uh, we have to go a certain speed through the, the pit lane. Um, we have to swap riders. Uh, like we have to pit, we have to refuel once an hour. Um, and basically, I mean, it's going to be wet. It's going to be rainy. We, we got to keep the bike upright um, and keep it running. Like, so it's going to be fun. It's very similar to like the Baker's stuff. Um, I want to, if our engine doesn't completely blow up, um, I, I, I honestly have confidence in our build, but it, like I actually want to enter the same bike into uh, Baker's this upcoming year. Okay. But that's a whole other thing. Oh yeah. Dude. But yeah, so if that kind of is high level, um, sorry, I do like I jump, I jump around a little bit. No, you're good, dude. I mean, it looks it looks cool. Like I pulled up their site. You can you can go to pookshop uh, and you can like find you know or just google mop fest and you can find like all the details on the race but like yeah like pookshop.de uh like it's right right on their homepage. the main thing has a link to the their information on it um if you scroll through the regulations you can get to are in not in english i think they're in dutch or german um actually in german but i I had machine translated it so it is an english version on our instagram Hell yeah, dude! I mean, it looks crazy. It looks like there's a lot of people signed up for it. Like the yeah, twenty five teams. We have, uh, I think, there's four different countries uh, being represented. Uh, we had to change our race number. Um, it just it says, says uh, it says twenty six on the list, but we are changing it to seventy six, as in seventeen seventy six. Um, Pook shop and like they, they like to use number twenty six, but so we let them have it. Well, I'm having it on the racetrack too. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, hell yeah! So let's kind of go back, and then we'll come back into it. But had, so, how'd you get, how'd you get into mopeds? Because I I feel like that's always super interesting, like how people find their way into this. Like, I agree. I st- it is a fun. <laughs> I fun still story. try to try to remember. Like, I mean, I still try to like picture why I got into mopeds in the first place. I think if it wasn't for my roommate having a bike, I would have never got into it. <laughs> I want to like start where I am right now and work backwards. Yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll jump immediately back to the beginning, but like, I really like personal mobility. Um, like I've been roller skating lately. Uh, like just any, like I, I own, um, like a motorcycle, uh, like anything on two wheels. I actually don't own a car personally. I own an RV, a motorcycle, 
Uh, I have a, a bumper sticker that says, my other ride is 10 broken mopeds. <laughs> uh, one of my friends gave me. Um, yeah. But like, and then I, so like, it's just, I don't own a car. I, I, I have the pleasure of living in Florida and also like a, a walkable community. So like, I don't have to own a, uh, like a car. I do need to get a truck to haul some mopeds eventually. But um, I just like personal mobility. Like I, I, like alternatives to using our gas guzzling vehicles. I love, I think cars are sweet. Like I'm standing in like our garage right now and there's a 76 Chevy Impala station wagon that is very, very green and very much a gas guzzler, but I love it. But like it's, it's a, there's times to use those and there's times that you can just like hop on a moped to go get like your eggs, you know? Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, like jumping back. Um, so I am like my dad's retired air force. Uh, and so like we were like, we're from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, like my family originally, um, I was born in Nebraska. My brother was born in New Jersey. Uh, we both grew, like we grew up in Ohio. Um, and I didn't know there was such a strong moped scene there. Like I really wish I had dug deeper or just like, I, I don't even know. Like, I don't know how I would have found it. Like web crawlers and I mean, come on, we call it, I mean, moped arm. I don't know when, when was moped army put on the, put on the web? Do you remember? Oh, it's, it's been 22 years or something since the, they formed moped army. So I don't know when the form started, what year. Okay. So, I mean, that would put it at like what? 2000 and like just around like 2000 ish. You want to guess like 2001, like around then. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like that, like if you also like, you hit that on the timeline, and then look at like web development and stuff like that and like search crawlers. And I mean, I don't know, it's kind of just going to, I don't know, it's just popular. I, I did not find Moped Army um, until I want to say, I, I definitely came across it when I was in Ohio, but that was towards the tail end. I want to say it was like maybe 2017-ish. Um, but like, so we acquired our first Moped in like 1999, 2000 when my dad was, so I said, tail end of his tenure so they the air force had sent us to ohio the rust belt area to like and he was recruiting um he's a civil engineer this is going to kind of come into play later and later on so he did a lot of engineering work in like in the air force um and then like they sent him to be a recruiter for like the tail end of his um retirement like like right now retirement uh tail end of his tenure of the service um that kind of to ohio and then eventually like they actually the air force moves at people like uh, I mean, ponds and chess games, like it's the whole industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, we, like we had set down roots, we built a house and everything in my parents built a house in Ohio. They didn't want to move us. So, but my dad got moved to Texas and so they moved down there and he moved, they eventually found this like very nice couple that they themselves were retired air force. Um, and they had like a, a like a, like an APU, like a spare, spare unit on their property that they rented out to service members. Um, and they also had a moped like at this place. Hmm. Um, and like, but, but it wasn't running. Um, and my dad got it running. So my dad moved in with them living there. Uh, this was 1999. He moved home in 2003. Uh, so like, so we, we, he got this moped running around 1999. He was riding it to the base in back. Like he actually, like I fact checked him on this. Uh, like he, <laughs> like he had it, he had it going about 30 mile an hour. And like I've GPS it when we had it like ripping, it's not running at the moment. The the the, but the the pedal chain. I got to get the right size pedal chain. The Dutch use a, a very um, it's a, it's just a small metric one. It's just like it's not easy to snag. Yeah. Uh, like I'm probably probably gonna snag it on this this uh, upcoming trip. But uh, like he was yeah, he was hitting like thirty, <laughs> like the downhill. He was hitting thirty five, 
<laughs> so like he was ripping on this bad like the Tavis Regency. Yeah. Um, has the M the M fifty six like he got it running. Um, and then like because it sat for so long and like their like their family members like no one really kind of showed interest in it because I mean it's just a stupid little moped that like barely went like twenty mile an hour or whatever you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and so he got it he got it running. Um, I like he like we would come down to Texas to visit him because we stayed up in Ohio but my parents didn't want to move us. We were my family's in Pittsburgh. We're like two mm-hmm. hours away. Like it was just. They made they made it tough. Yeah. Um. So like they they're down in Texas and uh, like or my dad was down in Texas. We would come down and like on a couple couple of our trips. Like I was uh, I think like thirteen or something at the time. Um. And like I started like and like my dad showed me the moped. Started riding around. Like I took my brother for a ride. We have some. I have a picture of him and I on it. Like when we were young. Like it's great. Um. But yeah. So like I we brought it home. Um. When he came home in two thousand three. We tried to get it running because I was like, when you turned 14, I think I was actually younger than that when I was on Texas as I'm thinking about it. I don't want to do math right now if you're up. <laughs> I was. Anyway, um, the, like, in, in Ohio at 14, you can get a moped like That's the main point. Um, so we were trying to get the thing running, but the carburetor was leaking like a mofo. Like, you turn it on and, like, it was just pouring gas. And, like, he refused to let me ride it, uh, like, because he didn't want the thing blowing up and he also didn't want me catching on fire. <laughs> so, like, so we just went to storage. Uh, well, we tried. We tried getting it fixed. Um, so, but this is two thousand. This is around two thousand six ish, two thousand three, mm-hmm. two thousand six. Um, we tried getting it fixed. Couldn't get it fixed at all. Um, so we just like we stuck in storage because we weren't getting. I mean, it's basically a family heirloom at this point. Things like it's awesome. Like we're gonna fix it at some point. Yeah. Uh, fa- fast forward to twenty twenty one. It sat in storage in my RV for a while in Ohio. Um, I was living in Atlanta, Georgia, for a bit. Um, like I think about three years, and then I moved down. Like the person I was dating, like my boo broke up, and then I moved down south. Um, I moved with my parents, and like was just living here. I was working uh, for Cash App at the time, uh, doing compliance work, like data science stuff. Mm-hmm. And like I, I mean, there just didn't seem the rental market, housing market, like it just didn't seem smart to like do anything like real estate at the time. Um, but like so I moved my stuff down the RV. I got the moped out and I started like putzing around on the internet and I found moped army. I found Treatland, um, eventually found poop shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't buy from them because like they're like shipping and stuff like it, it, it's just like, it's too much. It's not like, but, yeah. um, so like we was dealing with, uh, Treatland and then, but like, I came across, so we were putzing around. Um, I bought a too big intake, a too big carburetor, slapped it on it. We got it running. It was ripping. Like the intake was like sweating. <laughs> like it was just glorious. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, so this thing's roaring. I like I started making some like stupid videos, like like there's a speed a speed tester, like the like you're going this fast, like on the street. So I was like clocking myself. Yeah. Um and I was like, there's other, there's gotta be other people doing this. And I started looking around and I found find Tommy on uh Open Army because he's like been hosting like some low rides. He like just like it's about like fourteen people showing up, like at our rides. Like we had we had ten people at our la- at our last uh as the one we voted on our club's name, so I think it's solid. Like we rambled off some numbers. I think we're well, as long as we like keep making like showing. Like I think we got a solid uh, crew down here. Hell yeah! But um, but yeah. So I found ten people still a good ride, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, especially like we're group. yeah, we're, <laughs> we make we make some noise. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I just found found him and found like the rest. Like there's a solid group of people down here. Like uh, I made some really good friends. And the moped scene, um, there's Patrick and Dylan, uh, like Patrick's crazy tuner from like 
I mean, he's been doing mopeds for a while. Um, him and Tyrone go way back. And I'm like, I mean, there's like Tyrone's down there. Like he just owns Miami. Like he's so fast. <laughs> like it's just, it's just cool. Like, yeah, I just like, they, I kind of just stumbled into, I mean, it's just mopeds, man. Like, and then started going, it's like there's rallies and then you make friends across the country. And then like the, the hangouts at the events and like, we're all just, it, it's just really cool because it, it attracts like this engineering mind um, and like the people that do these things. It's just like, we're all really unique. I don't know, and like we like to putz around on this shit. <laughs> yeah, it's so odd, like how how different people can be and then find themselves in mopeds. <laughs> yeah, it, like it, it's like it spans the spectrum. I had like like at the uh, the grapple picking, we, we I wanted to, to stop. The cashier was like, "Are you guys a cult or is like is it a religion?" I was like, "I was I want I, I wanted to say, yeah, man, two stroke Jesus." <laughs> I mean, so I was like, no, we're just <laughs> the wizard. Did, the wizards do like baptize people in oil, you know. <laughs> That's great. So, but, I mean, yeah, we like the engine. I, mean, I don't know, it's just the two-stroke stuff because like they're so stupid and loud. But they, but they we're driving around little weed whackers, <laughs> but they go fast. Man. <laughs> For me, dude, it's just uh, something about like riding something that you fix with your own hands. I like like the fact that like I have to keep it running and I like. I'm the one who yeah. made it work and then I can ride it around like that. That's the part that gets me like, you know, yeah, the basic engineering. So like I live in a uh, community where like we live in a glorious HOA. Um, but we have like my, some of our neighbors are really great and they have like some young children. And like, uh, one of them asked like their dad, like they're just curious. Like they put, they see them putting gas in the car and like, then the car goes, they're like, like, well, what happened? And like, I was actually able to, so I had an engine torn apart and like, I, showed this the kid who was uh like it was him and his brother who was seven and four uh, and like i got like i was able to explain it to him and like they, you can kind of see it in their eyes that they kind of like i mean they're like there's a spark and it, like something like a bang happens and then like the piston fires back and it's just like i don't know it, it's it, i totally agree the wrenching too like it's just so cool mm-hmm. <sighs> i miss it i haven't had time to like sit in the garage and like and like wrench on a moped and like so long like it's been. I'm long, surrounded by all my months, shit right now. So yeah, <laughs> my garage is a wreck. Like I had to go in there the, this morning to get like my compressor to like put air in, in my truck tire or something. Like I had a flat, and I was like, oh, I gotta put. I gotta go in the garage. And I open the garage door. And I'm just like, oh, it's just like a wreck in there. Shit everywhere. Like my bike's on a bench. I have like a broken derby, a broken fox, a broken hobbit. Like my. My DRZ's battery like needs a charge. Like everything in there is just like in disarray, and I'm just like, I have one running. There's moped not enough time in the ride. day, man. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I don't. Even, I haven't even put my running moped in back in the garage in like two weeks. I'm like, I just lock it to like in the in the front of my house, and so if I want to like, go out, I just like I don't have to go in my garage to see everything that's not working. <laughs> I'm like, I don't. I just don't even want to go in there right now. Like I got like I'm gonna keep the, the working moped like away from all the broken ones so it doesn't get cursed. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's. Yeah, I kind of jokingly told my dad there's a gremlin jumping around because like we we run into the same like I I run into the same stupid problem like early like consistently and like yeah and no, I I get that but I do remember that that, that one thing that kind of trailed off on like it's the like there we have people down here that like will tune the crap out of their bikes and make them go really fast but they won't they won't uh, do a forty minute ride. <laughs> So, yeah, I that, was, that. that was that was that yeah. That's like I mean that's a whole like thing like when we when I think I feel like that whole like drag racing moped vibe that happens in deep Florida 
was like its own like its own bubble of like mopeds for the last like you know 15 years and like no yeah, one really and no one really knew about it like outside in the larger community of mopeds and like we've kind of stumbled we've kind of all stumbled into it the last couple of years like with the internet and I'm just like dude like this is this is yeah, I'm, I'm working on getting Tyrone I'm trying to get cameras down there, but I mean, nobody really wants. To, I mean, <laughs> trying to get everybody on a on a track. To be honest, like that, that's the yeah. ultimate goal. To, uh, to do it legit like, on a track, like and make it like a big event where it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, we got a trophy. We got some bragging rights. We got like some fucking food and like making an actual like event that like people like would go out of their way to go to. I think I think it would work. I think people would show up. I think they, they could get a lot so, of people too. to come down. Like if you guys did that did that in Florida and made it just like cool, make it like not Southern Florida. Like, cause we all know that's the you, other thing about the once you get to yeah. Florida, like to go all the way to the bottom of Florida is like another eight hours. No one's trying to do that. Yeah. Like put that Man, bitch I, so, on like the Georgia border and like people will show up. <laughs> Dude, Florida's so big. Like it, it, so it takes me, so I like, I'll hop in, hop on a plane, fly over to Amsterdam and like, it takes like two hours by train to get down to where Pook Shop is. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I get over here and then like, I have to, so Patrick and I, like we send, we've been sending moped parts back and forth to each other. Yeah. Um, and like, it takes me like three hours to drive to his house. Like it's just, it's so far. And like, and that's a time commitment. That's six hours round trip. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I've just been like shipping stuff. It's like, yeah, I totally get, it's like we're, we're trying to find a, uh, Three hours, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know, state. Uh, like, I'm in a whole other state. Like, three hours for yeah, you guys are exactly. still in the same. Yeah. They're still in the same state. <laughs> yeah, Florida is giant. Like Florida like, it's and Texas, size. like the two places I don't want to drive through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've driven to the top of Texas. That's 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 fun. It's it's boring. It's pretty <laughs> big sky. <laughs> but uh, okay, so let's uh, so then let's fast forward a little bit. So, uh, mopeds got the bad of his running. Um, I bought my first, uh, so after that kind of got the itch, <laughs> um, and I went on Facebook marketplace and I found some, like somebody selling a Pinto that they threw like $300 in treatment parts into and they couldn't get it running. And like, then I rented that for a while. I couldn't get it running. And mm. I took it to Tommy and we eventually found out that the, the piston, piston was installed upside, down. upside. <laughs> yeah that's like a go-to dude like i've definitely worked on my fair share of bikes where other people bought parts and like try to put it together it's like step one take it off yeah. the step one just take the whole thing apart again and start over yeah you'll save yourself so much time if you just rebuild mm-hmm. it other rather than trying to fuck around with whatever else yeah because you eventually run into else a- did <laughs> Yeah, like that, I, I tried, I tried that exact method, <laughs> and like I like the trial and error approach. Um, but like we're we're learning. Um, but yeah, no, you're totally right. You put it up, put it up on the rack, rip it down, tear it fully apart, rebuild it. Like, just yeah. do it. I mean, because you're gonna run into some stupid air leak. It's, I mean, for me, it's an air leak. I always run into some stupid air leak. And it, and it can be easy. Like the air leak, dude. The air leaks that happen in mopeds can happen from the smallest things. It's like, all right, cool. Oh, yeah, they rattle so much. Yeah, it's like, all right, cool. Like the uh, the intake wasn't wasn't true. So you know when you're when you buy new pro tips out here, guys. When you buy new parts, take <laughs> take you know take a piece of glass or a piece of tile or a piece of marble. Buy something that's flat. You can keep the garage and you put sandpaper on it. You just tape it down to a square and 
or you take files or whatever and you make sure your intakes are flat. Like they're not like curved, they're not bowed. So when you tighten them up, they actually tighten and do the same thing with your exhaust pipes. Like your exhaust pipe nope. flams should be fucking flat. And when you and do the same thing to your head, your head should be flat. The top of your cylinder should be flat. And that'll like that right there will eliminate like a huge percentage of air leaks that, that could potentially like make your bike still like act weird. That is a very good tip. And you're looking at a, a crank pipe intake at the moment. It's just like, it's so easy <laughs> to happen. Like, you, you know, they put heat to it and then weld it. I know like, you know, it could, and then it could bow a little bit or something. If it's not like bolted down or whatever, like things happen, it's mopeds, but like, those, these things Ryan stuff's all, legit though. He's, yeah, he's Ryan stuff's legit. Stuff. He's going, he's going hard <laughs> at it. But I'm just saying, I've bought like intakes before that like weren't true, or like you had some old yeah. bike and you took it apart and like you know someone like over tightened. Oh, those like the, the factory so, like, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of like cylinders warping because people like you know over tightened an intake or something and like it warps the cylinder. Like I've heard of all sorts of yep. weird stuff, dude. <laughs> Gotta be careful. <laughs> but yeah, so you bought so you bought this uh, Pinto and. Yeah, you know, start working on that. Trouble. So, <laughs> yeah, and like, so I was trying to get that ready for the like the Tommy's like next ride because we were he was doing quarterly stuff. So like, my dad and I would have two bikes, so we'd each have one to ride. I get the damn thing running, um, and then like still like working at Cat Shop and everything, and just diving into more. I keep buying bikes, man. <laughs> I just keep finding. So like, if you, especially down here, um, like they're just coming out of the woodwork. I like I keep seeing them, and I, I honestly I've deleted facebook off my phone so i can't like look at the marketplace i'm not gonna lie like, like there's just so, there's literally so many like i got um i have two solid magnums like i was able to pick up an xk i have the like the mark ii the mark ii is what we're taking over to europe mm-hmm. um there's maxis that you can find like anywhere between 100 and 300 dollars down here they're not running you got to do a lot of wrench work on them but the frames are solid and like they're, they're just good bikes and like you can flip them like yeah there's, there's money in mopeds. Like it, people will say, I mean, it, it's hard. There's not that much because like, I mean, it's a huge time and learning. I'm learning, learning as I'm doing this. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm very, I mean, I'm not, I'm not paying myself anything right now. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, you know I mean? Again, like there's not, it's like money on paper. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, like the you, cash and the time and inve- the cash like put into yeah, it and that, the time yeah. investment put into it kind of like brings your like margins to zero you know like yeah exactly but like you gotta think about like what you're getting from it like i like no i had yeah i mean i i love like what i was doing like previously like it was a good good career like you can raise a family on it i wasn't really getting much job satisfaction like personally um like i i mean i wasn't i don't know like the my I, this is my second, I want to say like the, I actually, I'm doing mo- like the Dirty Fingers Garage thing. This is my second attempt at on- entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. I had a data science uh, startup right out of college. Um, so like, I just, I got, I mean, I wasn't getting, I don't know, it's just, I had no, just, I don't know, there wasn't any like satisfaction in like what I was doing. Yeah. I mean, I was defending our like financial system and like helping keep bad actors out, which is all good things. Um, but like, at the end of the day, like, I don't know, like the mopeds, like they're just, cheeky and fun and like i mean i get i mean I, it puts a smile on my face so like and then like the engineering like i'm using all of my brain i feel like i'm doing electrical engineering chemistry like it's just like i don't know it's just fun yeah so That's uh I keep going yeah, yeah so, so yeah I, I started looking your dad got yeah, you going 
yeah, and then I, I uh, eventually found I found my XK. Like that was the so that was my that's my baby. Um, I, my, my friend John, uh, he puts a Polini uh, kit on this thing. Um, I, I blew it up. <laughs> I'm gonna put a bunch of pictures on the internet as I disassemble it. Um, but I drew a rod. Like it's like we John thinks it's the stuff the stuff he cranks the stuff came the stuff came out, <laughs> mm. uh, which makes sense. I told him how I blew it up. Um, the thing was ripping. I taught like the, my top speed on it. Um, mind you, with a Bing carburetor, I hit 62 mile an hour. Not like on flat ground with, with my XK, with this Pliny. Um, but like we were, uh, when I blew it up, I was racing my dad down a road called Grooseby Downs, uh, like late at night. <laughs> we were doing like 50, 55 mile an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we were going for like miles. Like there, I should have stopped or like kind of let off. And like I want to say the, um, the, porch that goes back to um like where where the crank's at um wasn't chafered enough or one of the stuffy things came out but the basically where the rod uh, attaches to the like the crank it kind of like threw itself (laughs) everything like your elbow like throwing up um and it threw it right where you do a reed injection it's actually kind of funny it was like feed me here (laughs) so i actually i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna drop it and we're gonna I'm going to get Patrick and we're going to weld uh, an intake right where it blew up. If it's not too disintegrated inside. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's <laughs> crazy crank fail. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the thing was ripping. So I, I, I kind of like really fell down the rabbit hole with the XK. Um, Cause like, it's just a little mini motorcycle that like, has pedals in it. like it just, it just rips. I had that. Like I, I dove into, I dive into tuning with this one. I got like into the carb, more the intake i was talking going back and forth with tommy like he is a wealth of knowledge i can't say enough about him like he's just a great guy um but like we, I, we'll plug on uh, the space coast brat fest we do have a festival um we had it uh, the inaugural one this this year uh, mm-hmm. i think it was in february and we're gonna have another one um in 2024 uh the date is to be determined but like um we do have a festival down here um but yeah so i just kept buying books man like i have so many matches the moment um, and then I started looking for events to go to. Uh, the first one I saw that was like big on my calendar that I was trying to get some bikes ready and I was going to come up with the RV, uh, was Upjet. Um, but with work and everything, I just honestly couldn't get the bike running in time. I was trying to, to go back to how Florida is so big. I live mm-hmm. on the West Coast. Tommy and everybody's on the East Coast. And I was over there with my RV at a campsite and like bugs and everything. Like it's hard to, wrench when you're constantly getting bit up by mosquitoes yeah so like it's just annoying um i didn't have the proper setup like around my camp area i was trying to like host like a little mobile garage um but i couldn't get my like bike ready in time so i ended up i flew in for the upjet rally and just like rented one of those rebel electric bikes hell yeah <laughs> and, and like that but i did like the whole hit it quit it thing she's like that you like to do every once in a while mm-hmm. and like i see yeah, i got a, ho- got a hotel and like I went went to uh, like the rally spots and I think it was a good time. I met a bunch of people. Um, yeah, and then I, I kept hitting up rallies. Uh, I I drove up like I rented a Tesla. <laughs> it was fucking funny. Uh, I rented a Tesla. I rented a Tesla. Rode uh, like I, so at this point, um, I actually quit my job at Cash App and like to start like a small like our small business with my dad. Um, and like we rented, uh, <laughs> I rented a Tesla. Wrote Dirty Fingers Garage and like Poop Shop and um, like two, two stroke inside, like all over it. <laughs> and I, I threw my XK in, in, in it and I drove up from Florida up to uh, the, um, 
the Wizards rally and then the Dirty Burning Broads. And then I went all the way up to Maine to visit one of my friends. And then I came back, then I came down, back down to Florida. But I kept a little bit of time because I had found Mope Fest uh, Mm -hmm. in in between, in between like that, around that time. Um, And my brother, well, plugged for Delta Airlines. My brother's a pilot for them. uh, So fly Delta Jets, (laughs) y'all. But like, so I, like, I hopped on a Delta plane and flew over to Amsterdam. So I had like, it, it was like Mope Fest was happening. And I was like, I have time. Yeah. <laughs> like let's let's do it. So I just hopped on a plane. Um, there's a video. Like I also kind of documented like my fall down in the mopeds on my Instagram. Um, there's a video on like me uh, on it on my Instagram of it says at Joshua L Bates. Um, it's just like me going to mope fest. But yeah, like they uh like the thing they we had like a tug of war contest at the at um the sorry the um holy smokes rally mm-hmm. uh like this that this that's here and then uh but like they had this ring like kind of like the middle medieval thing they were ringing uh like you had to like use a jousting thing and try to ring a ring yeah, I, saw, I, saw the, I saw a video <laughs> of that yeah that was sick it's just crazy but yeah but they had people from all like all over come come to that um i hung out for a while i met a bunch of people there and then i like met because i came over to buy but like i wanted to buy some like race parts and stuff because so, I wanted to be the intent was to build like a like a monster race like to race Tyrone so I thought like I just, like <laughs> met him went down for a race I was like oh my god this stuff is so cool like I'm building a bike to come like drag race y'all <laughs> yeah. and like so like I was like I mean I gotta get good parts so, I mean just kind of like I just went went to I went to like the poop shop daddy I mean like it's they're the poop daddy rather like <laughs> they're the moped motherland I don't know um so Went to their Mope Fest, um, met them, like they're great people. Um, and then I found out about the Poop Shop Racing Cup League that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they have it, it's an annual thing. They're on go-kart tracks. The, the races are about, like, they're 15 minutes long. Um, they don't allow you to do any uh, tire warmer, warm-ups. So over there, it's very similar. The culture is, um, I don't know, it's just different. Like, I, not different, just like... So over here, like I was at my neighbor's um, T-ball league. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people get into sports here, like like baseball, soccer, all this stuff. Uh, racing is huge in Europe, yeah. and especially like there's so much history with the two-stroke stuff, and then also because like just like it goes all the way up to like Isle of Man, yeah. Um, like so, and just, yeah, just like just the man and machine thing. Like just it's just great. But they have a so if you go back to the Gran Turismo movie, um, they actually have racing development leagues over there for like the like the bikes like the um i don't know the classes but the grand prix bikes that they race like uh kawasaki yeah like all, the, all those brands like they, i know you can do that here yeah. too you can like you can take like you know lap days at tracks and like get coaching and all that stuff my buddy used to do it like in motorcycles yeah like there, i mean yeah there's so it's just different parts of the country it wasn't where i grew up. i mean i grew up in grafton ohio like for on the farm and like i i don't know like they it just, I wasn't exposed to race culture, like where I, and how I grew up. Um, and then I just kind of stumbled into it with this poop shop stuff. Uh, but they, they've partnered with like the kind of the development racing leagues over there. And they like, so there's other race events that happen, uh, like at the races that they have. And then like they're just one of the races that, that take place. Yeah. Um, they like have like a 50 CC and a 70 CC and they're very class specific. And like, there's regulations you have to like, like abide by. Um, and like, they're getting the most out of these engines. Like these things, like they're pushing them to the, like the limit. And like on, I mean, it's 15 minute races and like on the track, it's 
Oh, which is awesome. So I, I uh, found out about the whole their schedule. There was a race in like I think a couple weeks. Um, I looked at my calendar. I was like, yeah, I think I might go make that. So like, I literally got an Airbnb. It was up in um, it was in Eindhoven actually. That's where, where we're going uh, next week. Okay. On Tuesday. Um, and so I I flew in and went to it. And like, there's yeah, it's just it's just cool. <laughs> They're just racing mopeds over there. Like, dude, it sounds like you had like the wildest like single year in mopeds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it was it, yeah yeah I, I mean yeah <laughs> i agree like back to back to back to back like craziness <laughs> I, like, I literally like, looked at the calendar i was like what can i hit and then i mean honestly i want to say that my favorite thing i mean i didn't have a bike for the sacramento rally but like the i took my rollerblades i was gonna i was gonna bring a maxi um again like i just didn't trust i i, I had it packed up that's why i'm starting packing like mount uh, as soon as actually we have the phone um, I leave Tuesday afternoon mm-hmm. for, for the Netherlands, but like I didn't give myself enough time to. I had it packed up. It just like I don't trust baggage handlers. I love Delta, <laughs> so I know I know what happens on like the baggage. Um, so like I'm taking a bike and like it's going underneath the plane. <laughs> so, but I I didn't have a bike for the Sacramento rally, but like I just kind of skated around and I brought my drone and like it just it was awesome. <laughs> like the culture over on the West Coast is cool to see uh, the contrast and everything. It just I don't know, it's just cool. Yeah, I feel like you've like you definitely have like a got like a crazy like intro into the community. Like so you went from like, you know, not really knowing about the the culture and just kind of like, you know, oh my dad had this bike and then dove like super deep into it. Like you fell off a fucking cliff. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like it's like yeah. all right, deep Florida like drag racing scene. Then you hit like you know, you get you get a little bit of like Pennsylvania, which is Amishville. Like, you know, that's a weird thing in its own. Some New York, so you got some East Coast. Got to meet like a bunch of East Coast East Coast people. The kind of that that you know the space brat fest that thing in, in Florida. Like, you know, low key rally doing their thing new. And you yeah, saw Pete, Pete. Like, I want to show like Pete came down for that. There was a, there was a few people that came down from up north for like yeah. the rally. Uh, uh, Fabio came down. Like it was, yeah. Like I, I just want to plug them too real quick, <laughs> dude. Just a just a while, like super like <laughs> crash course to mopeds, and you like went to another country. You know, to you're like so going hard right now, bro. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, like <laughs> I like I, I totally yeah. That's exactly. I mean, the only way to succeed at something is to go full force at it, and yeah, it's just I. I I don't know. I love these stupid little boat mopeds. Like, I didn't think I'd ever build my rock on this, but yeah, like, they're cool. <laughs> Dude, it's such a hard place to take a stand, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it's hard to defend. It's hard to tell people about it. Like, <laughs> they don't get it well, unless, like, they, to, unless they ride it. <laughs> that and also being just, just jumping back to my target experience, uh, like I mentioned to the cash so I was buying like a uh, contact solution. And like I looked at the, the stupid TSA, uh, yay TSA, they three point four ounces is what they meant. But like you know, you go to buy a small contact solution, it's only four ounces. So like if if I get flagged at TSA for something stupid, it's gonna be my my uh, contact solution. Like, like, but like, like so I, I look, just, I poured some out. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, no, they'll go say it's four out. Like it's just that's watch. That's what I'm just putting out in the universe. That's what's gonna happen. But I said that to the um, the cash register and the dude, like the dude kind of like came out of his like i mean he was just kind of 
I don't want to say his NPC status, but like, <laughs> and he was like, and, but like, he kind of like woke up and then he's like, and he kind of looked at me because I mean, honestly, I'm like, I was wrenching and wearing a bathing suit and a poop shirt. <laughs> and like, I, I'm covered in, like, I have grease on me and like, I looked like I was worried. He's like, and he's kind of like, he's like, are you going somewhere? I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to the Netherlands. I was packing like a trip. And then like, he's like, what do you do? I was like, you know, I was like, moped. And he's like, moped. <laughs> exactly. And, and, yeah, so I mean, it's just yeah, it's just you have to. Dude, when I ride the the XK to go get groceries or something, I mm-hmm. swear to God, I get like three to four people just coming out of the woodwork talking to me. Yeah. This one time specifically, this guy he told me that he saw me roll up. Like this is a little weird, um, but he saw me roll up. He's retired. I was gonna good soul. Um, he saw me roll up and cause he was loading up his car and then he just kind of sat there and like looked at the bike. And then he noticed like immediately after I got off and kind of went into the store, like four people drove by really slowly past the Magnum. And like, and then he, but he specified that they were like nice cars. They were yeah. like, like Mercedes BMWs. And they drove by so slow. Like that same time, like I had like three people inside the store, like talk to me, like while I'm just trying to like do my shopping mm-hmm. about like, cause they, cause they all heard, like yeah, they hear the thing and then like they all see me pedaling a little bit. Like, and yeah, it's just like people come out of the woodwork about this stuff. Like, like the afterwards he came out and he, he, he came over me and told me all this. He's like, I'm just like, yeah, good thing is, like I keep GPS, uh, this is also a plug for Apple and GPS in your bike. Like put, Crackers on all your shit, you guys. Yeah, like, I have one in my uh, trunk for my my derby. <laughs> yeah, they're inexpensive. You can hide them very easily. Like, put them on your bike so they don't get stolen. And you go, I mean, they're going to get stolen. You're gonna, that way you can recover it. But yeah, and things are cool. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoy them. They're, they're fun, you know. <laughs> the the commute and then the community. Like, I don't know. It just. Like you gotta ask yourself, like, how do you like? There's these memes going around, like, uh, like about male loneliness or whatever. <laughs> but I mean, just loneliness in general. Like, how do you solve? How do you make friends? And like, this is just one way to like make friends and also do stuff and get you like away from it, like scrolling on your phone. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's an interesting hobby, and it's like it gives you like you know some mechanical knowledge. Like, if you want to take that route with it, like it gives you like camaraderie if you want to go ride with other people it gives you like peace and solitude if you want to go do it by yourself like it's you can you can you know do mopeds based on how you feel that day like it never has to be like exactly the same exactly i mean like i mean honestly then the way i can the reason why i have i still have so many bikes i probably will always have so many bikes is like the bikes do like one thing like and does one thing well like i have like, one bike that will go really really fast <laughs> like one bike that like i know is like i can just take on a ride and like it won't it won't break down yeah so, i mean it is yeah no it's it is cool can't say enough about mopeds and honestly pook shop like they're like they've been awesome this whole time with uh the race um we are like the i was i thought like i have a lot of friends that are on the race team pook shop racing league um, and one of them, the Motor Brothers, they mentioned to me that like we're like in a very, very small percentage of people that have brought a pook back from America to race <laughs> in Europe. And like, so as we were like figuring out which bike we were gonna bring, like I just I was gonna build this like super cool um, X30 uh, that like and it was gonna be like I, I was it was gonna go full fledged like I was gonna have like a, a dope paint job and everything, but it just it's a lot. Um, yeah. To, to do all this stuff, the, I think the Mark II is just too perfect. 
So we're gonna, we're bringing that. So like it's the Magnum, um, Mark, the XK and Mark II, all the, all the other versions. Like the only one that was like, the, these ones were not sold in Europe. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna like, we're gonna, it's just, just double stupid. Bringing a pook and we're bringing a pook that was only sold in America. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so, Dude, how was, yeah, that? I, I, yeah. I, I saw, I remember you saying something about putting your bike under the plane. So how are you, how are you traveling and how are you bringing the bike to Europe? Okay, so fun fact for anybody that wants to travel with a moped, as long as you can keep the each um, package, each container under 50 pounds, like you won't get charged anymore. Um, it will get thrown around, so like pad the crap out of it. But like just buy a, like so what I'm going to bring it over in. Um, buy some is, I'll, I'll, there'll be Yeah, there'll be pictures. Um, so it's basically, I, it's basically like a big bicycle bag, nylon bag. Um, I'm going to disassemble the bike, uh, quite a bit. Um, like I'm talking quite a bit and so we're not even taking our wheels over cause like we have a, we have a set of wheels over there. I'm going to be bringing more stuff back with me, uh, than I'm taking over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, I just, you just drop the bike down. Like you basically take the handlebars off. Um, you take the, the front wheel off. Um, you take, you just assemble the carb. Um, you should take off the pedals. You have pedals or. Um, like your foot rest because like that adds uh like space on the outside. Nick Clavin did a fun post about that. Like, um, but like so you just you, you want to make your bike small and light, and then you want to pad the crap out of it. Um, so it's gonna go in this shoulder bag. I'm gonna make Disney pictures all over there about it. Um, and it's gonna, the bike's gonna go in the bag, and then the motor is most likely gonna go in my backpack uh, that I will take on the plane. Um, but you can take motors and stuff, like just make sure that it's devoid fluids. Like going back to the fluid thing, like I said at the beginning yeah. or earlier, uh, yeah, just as long as the thing's devoid fluid, um, TSA will look at it. <laughs> You're going to get looked at weird. I'm like, how, I, how little amount of fluid is a, is, a, is a little amount of fluid? Like no fluid at all. Like it wasn't running. You, you want to, or do you want to no, just no, drain no. it? <laughs> Are they going to give so you a hard you, time you, if you it's wanna, like leaking a little oil? <laughs> okay. So, I mean, so one, you're at the whim of the TSA agent. You're at the whim of how you can handle situations. <laughs> um, like if you want to piss somebody off, like I, I would say, I would say you want to make sure that there's a best effort that there's no fluids inside of this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm talking, like I'm not saying crack open the case and like completely rebuild your engine, take it on a plane. No, I'm just saying like drain it and like know that you drained it. I'm saying, like, take it off, shake it upside. Yeah, you know I mean, like, move it around. Like, make sure there's no... Like, Patrick sent me an engine. Uh, I, I feel bad for the post office. Uh, Patrick sent me an engine. He did not make sure it was fully empty. Uh, it showed... The box that showed up in, like, it was Soggy. wet. And so, like, yeah, don't do not do that. Like, I sent him an engine recently. It was it was empty. It was, it was dry. Like, there's, there's good packaging methods. And, like, as long as you, again, like, Fluids are out of it. Um, they're going to open up your shit. So, like, make sure that it can be repacked uh, quickly. Yeah. Um, but, or, like, easily. Um, and, like, take, just plan. You got to plan. So, I'm, I'm a pretty seasoned traveler. So, you got to plan your packing and then also know that, like, you're getting, you're going into federal space. So, like, you're going to get be, looked at. It's got to be on top. It's got to be easy to take out, too. <laughs> Not de- buried yeah, in yeah. bags. Because it's definitely coming out. <laughs> Yeah, you got you got you to have your wits about you. I mean, you, you like so, but I like it, it, I had fun experiences. Uh, the, the the best one, too. Um, 
I, one, I, timing. Timing is key for a lot of things. Um, one, I came through security uh, in the Netherlands, um, like the customs at like two in the morning because like my flight was at like seven. And like I tried getting the hotel, but it was just too, too, I mean, it was like hundred something euro and like, like a, um, a music event. But I just kind of like slept at the, hotel, at the airport. But like I went through customs at like two in the morning. And I'm like, all right, like, I'm the only one going through, through there at this time of night. Um, and like I was, I was just straight up, I was like, all right, hey, there's a, an engine in here. I literally told her, and she was like, kind of like, again, woke up from her like NPC set, like, like what? <laughs> and and then I was like, yeah, there's a like a pook, there's a moped engine inside there, like a 50 cc scooter, blah blah blah. You've got to like say some words that make that make sense to people. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like, yeah, she, they, they just crack it open. They're like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. They just have to look to make sure that there's nothing that. I mean, they have to look like you this is not wanna, look, you know, look like a bomb. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a bomb, y'all. No, no. It's a bomb ass uh, two stroke. <laughs> I mean, it might be a bombless but, endurance race. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. But the, so the second story was coming back into the states. I brought about there's there's dollar amounts that you can bring into the states for yourself that you like don't get taxed on. Mm-hmm. Um, and like all the stuff I've been bringing back is literally for my like my bike that like I've been building for these races and stuff. That one like my ZA will run Tyrone. <laughs> I have a full start coming. That purple maxi will run. Anyway, um, I like I had like a lot. It was like it was a big box. It looked stupid. It was a big box. It was all black. <laughs> there was like a thousand dollars. It was like it was like fourteen hundred dollars or something of moped parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was literally all race stuff for my stuff. And then um, the customization. <laughs> like I went through. I declared it. Told them what like what was in it. Told them the amount. Showed them the receipts. Um, they sent me to the, like, the, I mean, the main guy was like, okay, you got to go talk to the next guy up. So, like, they sent me to the next guy up. I explained what, like, what was in there, showed everything. <laughs> he had to call somebody over. <laughs> that person had to call somebody over. <sighs> then they then they left me with this one guy, and, like, I was just standing there talking to him while, like, about six agents uh, huddled at the next podium around a book. <laughs> over, over moped parts? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they literally had to pull out the. Like, I'm over here talking to the guy, like being being very friendly, like just like a, a, like keep your cool, like in these in all situations, especially when talking with authorities. Um, and like, yeah, I was just talking to the guy shooting the shit. <laughs> and like, I was like, so uh, so see mopeds or two strokes that often do you? <laughs> and, and like, no, and he was like completely frank with me. He was like, no, he was like, this one, this, we haven't seen this one. In, in a while, <laughs> I don't think ever. To be honest, like they were literally for like they're like twenty minutes flipping through the book, trying to figure out like what if they had to tax me or not. Um, and literally, the if if I was bringing the parts back to resell, yes. Um, but like because I was bringing like on that specific time, I was bring, the parts I was bringing in, they were like literally it was my my Gillikits and like my Polini like the big big guy <laughs> Polini yeah. thirty millimeter. millimeter. Uh, PWK carb. So like it's literally all just ridiculously big race parts because I'm the son of someone who loves Tim Taylor, <laughs> like home improvement. So mm. go big. Dude, that's but yeah, funny. sometimes. <laughs> I mean that's that's wild in general. Just like shipping parts and mailing parts and but traveling with them is like a whole other like you know game. <laughs> yeah, no, there's there's so many so many levels to all of this stuff because I mean. I mean, at the end of the day, I am, we are importing, uh, kind of like, I mean, I'm trying to like, 
schedule. So I was going to rush deliver some like last minute race pipe parts uh, to like just make the bike kind of thing here. Um, but then I was like, that seems kind of dumb to like order it, have it rushed over, and then I'm just going to bring it right back. Yeah. I mean, that's, that that would have been like literally moving like a GDP needle. Um, we're still doing, we're still moving some GDP needles by doing like just getting our butts over there and like racing. Um, but Dude. like it just, we're going to, we're going to finish the assembly of the bike over, over in uh, the Netherlands. So it's also going to be on our Instagram. I'm bringing like all of our camera equipment. Yeah. I mean, um, we like, have an Airbnb. That part in general seems so wild to me too. It's like, I know we've talked on this podcast a ton about like, you know, going to a rally with a, with a bike you just built and you're like, ah, like you went to this <laughs> rally, you just finished putting a kid on the night before. And like, you're like, you're praying that, that you're yeah. going to make it. And I'm like, listen to this conversation. I'm like, dude, like even like leading up to this, like conversation, this like phone call today, I was like, dude, like he doesn't have the bike together yet. Like the shit's next week. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like, what do you mean? You don't have the bike together. <laughs> so it's, it's all about like feeling it up the right way, having the knowledge, like t- timing, man. Like it's so one, one thing I noticed when I was over there and one thing I want to share, and I, like, I, I can't remember the guy's name, um, but he went to, he went to a European ra- uh, scooter race around the time that I was doing some of this Netherlands stuff. And he posted a bunch of things on, on online. And he also hit on this. There, like things break and like you have to assemble stuff like on the fly, like an exhaust is going to break. Like, I mean, like, this endurance race, um, you got to read the, like, um, like, <clears throat> Just before we got on here, I was actually diving full-fledged into the regulations and everything. Like, can um, you actually re- re-weld the pipe? <laughs> you're actually not able to, like, the, the, like, the heart of it is you're, you're not allowed, you're actually not allowed to do that. But, so, it has to be assembled really well. But, like, what, like, what I want to hit on is at their, the Poop Shop Racing Cup League, like, their races, the teams help each other. Uh, like, if something breaks, like, in between like the, where they do, they have like one race and there's a second race or like the, like the qualifying stuff. Mm-hmm. If something happens in between that stuff, like they have pit time. Um, everyone's helping everybody. And yeah. like, it's just like camaraderie and like, it just, you're, you're just building the thing, getting it, getting it running. And like, you have to have the knowledge. So my dad and I have been like watching all of the poop shop shows. Like there is so much knowledge on how bikes work on there. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you hear me? My sorry, my my headphone just went out. <laughs> no, I hear you good. All right, perfect. So uh, yeah, there's so much knowledge on there. It's just it's literally it's a bit of a big learning curve, and just getting this. Right now, we were uh, fighting with the squish. Um, we just got the squish right. Um, we just put the permatex. We had Patrick milled us up a. We're using it, the cylinder we're using for the for the thing. Um, is yeah, a dude, what's, the, what's the build? What's the build? Yeah, we'll dive right into it. So the we're using an Addy E50. Um, it was case matched, and then uh, the it was chafered to back to it. And hopefully, we're not going to throw the rod like I uh, broke my thing. Um, but it was case, we we sat and case matched it on our back porch, my dad and I. Um, and there is a the I'm going to grab the list. It's like painstakingly up. done with hand files. <laughs> we used a Dremel. <laughs> Literally, uh, we we uh, marked it up. We we marked it up with the gasket. Um, and then with like a with sharpie, and then yeah, uh, went to town. Yeah, went to the town of a drum. Uh, but we so we have the, the internal gears is the poop shop racing the nineteen ninety four ratio. Uh, we have the the treats uh, light and crank inside there, and it's all all fresh bearings. Uh, the cylinder is this poop shop racing seventy cc that was 
reported by, I'm not sure who, over in Europe, but it was sent to Tyrone. It was dynoed at 13 horsepower. Tyrone doesn't really like 70cc stuff, so he just got he just put it on a shelf and never used it. Um, I traded him some like a like a part for it, um, and now like it's on our bike. We ran into a slight issue with it with a uh, so the the Addy case is very flush, um, and then also the way the the piston was it's a piston ported piston ported um, cylinder. Mm-hmm. It just the, the the length wasn't wasn't right. Like we put it, we reassembled everything, and put the, the cylinder on with the like the piston and put it to top to center, and the the piston popped out. Uh, like I think it was like four four point eight mil. Mm. So, uh, which is well, yeah. But you you if you go to look at spacers, like there's, I mean, all the spacers are the largest one you can get is like two millimeter. Um, and then so like Patrick thankfully had one actually that he had milled for a different build. Um, so he milled that to me when we put that on, uh, with, with our nice little thick gaskets and the Permatex and we got our squish. So we're sitting at just about one millimeter squish with the, with this, uh, 13 horsepower piston. Um, yeah. Then the exhaust, so this thing, the, I want to put a little more pictures of the exhaust. It's, the exhaust is ported so wide. It's, I mean, I'm hoping it runs an extra four. <laughs> it should breathe well, but we're going to use the, like the Hamlet, uh 28 millimeter exhaust. Mm-hmm. We have this um, Kevlar clutch that's inside it, like the HK GP Kevlar clutch. The ignition is the PBO. Um, I might downsize on the, the carburetor, but I'm not. Like right now, we have a 24 millimeter um, crank pipe intake and a 24 millimeter Fleeny uh, PWK. Yeah, that's the build. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm still just like mind blowing. Like, okay, cool, we got all this shit. It's not running yet. We're going overseas. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, but, I was gonna do it. Yeah, but you're. I am 100 percent confident. Yeah, but you're ready, dude. So, um, what's up with the team? Like, you got uh, you got multiple people coming. I I know one of our our girls in town, Jamie's coming with you guys, and then you got Kathy. And I was like, yo, like, yeah. ha- how did they become part of it? And then Aaron. We have Aaron as well. Oh, um, So I, I, I think that it's so with life and everything. I was trying to go to the Moped GP events and kind of like advertise about this. Um, but like I just – I advertised word of mouth. And then I did a little post on my Instagram like when I was going to the rally. I was just like, hey, doing this? Uh, like anybody interested? Because <laughs> I mean it's kind of like – I mean out of the blue. Like I mean I, I just came, came into like – just came across all like all the moped scene and everything. Um, and then I just wanted to see if anybody was willing to jump on a plane and go to Europe with me. So like I made, I tried to make it as easy as possible. Um, like I just self-funded everything like the bike, like I paid for the bike myself. I got their Airbnb. Um, I just needed, I paid for like registration. I just needed people to want to jump on a plane and come over with me. Cause I needed um, at least two, two team members. Um, so I found Aaron and Kathy and then just just recently, Jamie uh, joined joined us. So we needed a mechanic. So we're gonna figure out the team and strategy. I was just before you got on. I was actually working on our the strategy and everything. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, I tried to get Jamie but, uh, to yeah, come just, on I, tonight, I, and she's like, "Ah, oh, I got a pack." Dude, I'm like, "Yeah, I get it." <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I got a pack. <laughs> um, I want to like, so I do want to keep, there's an open call. Uh, like we're going to keep this going. Um, this, this race happens like every two years or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I mean, I don't know how often Poop Shop wants to actually um, have this like ongoing, but I do want to try to get like, depending on how we, how we perform, um, I want to try to get us into the Poop Shop Racing League. Um, so, and like, I would like to get like a stable of jockeys. So like my hope is to kind of get some garage space over in Europe. We'll keep a race bike over there. Um, I'll fly over just kind of keep it like maintained. And then like, we got to find like, we'll, there'll be dates for the races. And like, I just want to find jockeys that want to like fly over and race. So. Dude, I'm sure that'd be like, wouldn't be hard to find like, especially with all the people who like are doing the, the, the moped GP stuff here. Like we have enough people that are racing, that I'm sure a handful of them would be like, oh, dude, I'd love to fly to Europe and race mopeds, like, once. <laughs> oh, yeah, I hope so. Reach out to me, guys. No, everyone. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. Fucking stack a fleet, you know? We, you get you get a squad, like, all right, we got we got three teams entering this year, dude. For, the states are coming to show off, dude. We're going to make it. And I'm trying, Hell, to, trying yeah, not to get embarrassed. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> My, my honestly, my biggest fear right now is the weather. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I will have thermals on. Um, like, it's gonna be wet. It's gonna be cold. Like, the main, I'm not worried about our bike run. Like, not running. I'm worried about keeping the bike upright. Yeah. Like, that's that's my that's my what I'm concerned about. What's because uh, I think if we if we can, if we can do that, I think we can place pretty high. What's so. the weather out there right now? Man, it's cold and rainy. I looked at the forecast. <laughs> it's like 40 to 50 degrees and then just rainy. So, I mean, to me, that's cold. I know, like, some of y'all are up north. But, like, I like it's uh, 87 degrees in my garage right now, and I'm nice and toasty. Yeah. So. I mean, still, 40 is still cold. And especially if it's going to be wet. Like, what are, what are your plans for, you know, trying to keep the riders warm and dry? Are you guys going to get some rain suits like layering properly i feel like that's another aspect you're gonna have to think about just to yeah to keep the, the body temp up so you can keep riding so uh like i'm working like that was the other thing the schedule um there's a lot there's a lot that got a lot of moving parts um we land most of the team arrives on wednesday and we're gonna hit up poop shop on the way down to the airbnb um, and then on Thursday, we're going to also probably hit up food shop again, but we're also going to pick up, uh, there's a few motorcycle shops across uh, the Netherlands. We're going to stop at either one or two of them. They're just like, I actually want to pick up a race suit over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go buy, I'm going to buy my race suit over there. So, uh, we're, we'll just honestly see how the weather is. Um, and yeah, go from, well, honestly just go from like, we're just, it's just, we're getting everybody over there and we're going <laughs> to get our hot dog over there, man. We're going to see, we're going to dress it up. <laughs> dude it's so crazy i'm excited for you <laughs> i'm excited to see how it goes hey, hey, i want to i want to like you know live live through you guys and watch the videos and be like all right dude like the, the instagram reels need to be like like steady like you guys can keep the keep the flow <laughs> so we have a discord server i'm going to be posting the link through our instagram um but like, I am going to try to live stream like the race audio, um, and maybe some video. I like, we're going to see what we can spin up uh, when we get over there. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely going to be we have we have drones. We've got the Insta 360 cam. Uh, we got we got photographers. Like, there's going to be a lot of content 
uh, created about this stuff. And I'm also going to get probably pretty annoying uh, the week spinning up to it on Instagram, just uh, marketing the stuff. <laughs> so. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's a week out, bro. It's going to get crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm stoked. Like, it's going to be fun. Sick. Dude, speaking of, like, also, like, other weird, like, bigger events for mopeds um so i just did that like congregation show in north carolina a couple weeks ago and yeah how was that like dude that was good it was a blast like my like i I rode motorcycles vintage bikes there with my buddy from greensboro like to charlotte so that was kind of rad i got to ride like some right foot shift like triumph thing that rattled yeah did you guys bring did you guys bring a moped down um, I was, I was tried, I emailed them. I tried to get mopeds in the show. I was like, dude, that'd be super okay. sick if I could get like a couple of bikes in, like bring some bikes and like, hit up QCB and get them to bring. Cause I know they have like the Motron. They have a couple of rare bikes from, from dose. I'd be like, dude, it'd be sick okay. if we could get like a handful of bikes in it. But like, that would they, be, yeah. they never emailed me back. So I was like, okay, whatever. Cool. My buddy that owns the motorcycle shop that was on the show, uh, a couple of weeks, a couple of months ago, his name's, um, Greg from Motory. And he owns like, a motorcycle shops in North Carolina. So we, I went down there and met with him and we rode bikes to the show and had a blast. And, and then he just hit me up this past week, dude. And he said that, um, there's another vintage motorcycle show that goes on in Durham, North Carolina called the bull city rumble. And okay. he's actually take like his motorcycle shops, taking it over and they're going to be the ones uh, putting it on from now on. And they're rebranding it, the rumble and they're trying to have it be like all two wheel vehicles, so they're not just like vintage bikes and choppers and Harleys and this and that. It's gonna be like pretty much open to all two wheels. So okay. the scooter club that's in Durham's been informed they're gonna try to put together like some bikes and stuff for the show. And he's like, dude, can you get mopeds involved? And I'm like, can I? That'd be super sick. So that's like a plan that me and him are trying to work out for next year. That like we're going to have like a whole like moped corner. Like I'm trying to get like, I'm going to hit up dose and treat land and see if we can get like some booths and like some tents up and banners and like do like a whole section of bikes, maybe like partner with some, like some East coast or Southern clubs that want to be involved and like, be like, all right guys, let's uh, let's like roll the dice. Like each club picks like one brand, like you do poop, we'll do a derby. We'll do this. We'll do that. And we all like try to build like some crazy bike to put in the show. And then like, I'm only a bummer about those like bike events, those like motorcycle events. They don't do a ride. There's no like ride. So I'm like, well, if we're gonna have mopeds involved, we got, we better make it into a moped rally. And so I'm like, dude, we'll just call it. We'll just make it a rally within a bike show, like the fucking Inception, <laughs> yes. the Inception rally. Yeah, the happened. Inception thing. Yes. So, yes. I'm like, so I'm like, yes, <laughs> the Inception rally is gonna come true. So that's my plan for next year. Like. I'm going to do the inception rally. It's going to be a moped rally within a bike show. So I don't know. We're going to try to have some, have some bikes we put in the show that are just going to be display that are there all day. Like, you know, we'll set them up, leave them there and people can look at the bikes and stuff and then like actually go do a ride and like come back. There's going to be vendors and foods and bands and all that stuff going on at the event. So I'm stoked on it. Like I've been talking to him for a couple of days now. I'm trying to like, you know, bang out some details. Perfect. I'm there. Let me know when. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll see uh hit some poop shop stuff over there, dude. That'd be sick, dude. Yeah, hit hit up hit them up too. That'd be rad. But like, I don't know. I think it'd be cool. I think we could have like a, a bunch of like swag giveaway, like moped stuff. Be like, hey, like maybe even like a little like corner where like here test test ride a moped and like have like some sh- shitty stalker that they can just ride around in a circle. <laughs> it's like how many people can we trick into being like, dude, these things are actually kind of fun. <laughs> 
<laughs> things are awesome. So, like uh, our, my, our, my friend Iggy, he was saying like they you think like, like they speak to like the kid enough that like didn't have money or, or like hey, now we have money to spend on single things. They're like. Yeah, you couldn't buy that toy you wanted when you were like fifteen, yeah. or ten. But now you got some dollars and you can buy whatever you want. It's like, yeah, I buy, I buy toys. That adult money. Like, what are you doing? Oh, these are my adult toys. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> like when you see those videos exactly. on YouTube of like you know like full grown men riding like uh, adult sized trice big wheels. <laughs> yeah like i've seen that uh, i'm like damn and he's like he's like the guys are like dude there's this whole group of grown men who ride big wheels in my neighborhood i'm like yeah that sounds rad what are you talking about that sounds awesome, <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> so they they race uh lawnmowers down here like like craftsmen lawnmowers they yeah. like they lower them and turn them into like i've, like seen, I've seen that and it looks awesome <laughs> that, that looks sick too yeah. i'm like come on dude yeah I, I haven't been to it yet but i have to yeah, I have to go to one of these events too. <laughs> dude, they're like drifting around corners. Dude, they're bending the corner. This thing's sick. Yeah, it is so cool. Dude. Literally anything that's like not a car, like I'm just into. <laughs> like, I mean, I love cars. Don't get me wrong, but like, it just these things are just cheeky and fun. And like, yeah, you can wrench on it and get it going in your garage. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, hell yeah, definitely. Dude, well, let's kind of let's kind of wrap it up, dude. I, I'm like, I'm stoked for you. I'm glad you're making this trip. I'm like, I think it's cool that like. You know, you hear like every once in a while, there's like, oh, there's that person from Europe coming to the States to do like Bonneville salt flats or do some, you know, some event or something out here. And like, you know, we had a couple foreign people come to the States and do mopeds around the country this year. And it's like, well, when do, when are we going? When is it like the opposite of that happening? And it doesn't happen that often. So the fact that, like, yeah. you know, you're like making it happen. is kind of cool. Thanks, man. I, I want to do one last plug. Uh, this is plug for away, uh, bro. all the things. So, like, if anybody wants to go to, like, a massive, massive moped event, there's a thing called the Brown Feast. It's up in Athens. Um, there's the Cathedral of Speed, the pretty historic uh, Grand Sea track. And, like, once a year, they get, like, basically a thousand, like, I think, like, a little over a thousand mopeds showed up. Um, like, there's a, there's a post on my Instagram. And, like, yeah, you just, you can register. It's not that, it's pretty inexpensive. And flights over to the Netherlands are actually, they're, they're not, Right, I think it's like four hundred bucks round trip or something. So I mean, if you book, buy out like that, yeah, like and like, it, I mean, it's it's a it's a fun time. Like, there's you see so many mopeds. Like, like there's there's so many. Like, we only got like a drop in the bucket. Like over here in the states, mm-hmm. like there's just there's so many. So yeah, there's just there's events out there. Like, go uh, do mopeds. <laughs> mopeds are bigger your than car, what, man. Bigger than what we think <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Well, thank you, dude, for taking the time and hanging out. I really appreciate it. Um, finish packing. Get your shit together. Make your checklist. <laughs> check it twice. You know, don't forget stuff. <laughs> You're traveling up a long way. And, uh, yes, sir. you know, good luck with TSA, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Keep a smile. Smile and nod. <laughs> dude, my last thing, dude, I fucking, I forgot to ask, like, what are you, what are you padding the moped with in the bag? Oh, so I've got a cardboard. Or, not, or so like, yeah, well, cardboard is the main outer, like, basically the TV box. Um, but then there's just a bunch, I have a bunch of styrofoam. Bunch of styrofoam. Got it. I and then, like, like, bubble wrap. Yeah, I was just <laughs> like, oh, man, this this thing's in a bag? Wait, but, <laughs> no, so yeah, it's, it's in a bag, or so it's in a, so it's wrapped in, uh, it's going to get wrapped in bubble bubble wrap. It's going to get, like, kind of with some styrofoam and some key spots. 
and then it'll get shoved into a TV, like a big screen TV box. Because the bike, once you break it down, the bike's not that wide. Yeah. Like, I think it's, I mean, I'm looking at it right now, it's the widest point, it's maybe like nine, ten inches. Like, it's yeah. not that wide. Um, so, yeah, it just goes into the TV box, and then you just throw it in that thing with more more padding. Like, you yeah. just got to pad the crap out of it, and then just, like, also the, the important stuff, but, like, put it in something that you can keep, like, kind of keep your eyes on. Yeah. Uh, then trackers and everything. But, like, I, it's just one flight. Um, thankfully, uh, there's a flight straight from Orlando to uh, Amsterdam. So, like, one plane. Gonna throw it on and pick it up over there and go assemble it and break it in and, run, and we're gonna win. We're gonna win. We're gonna win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Good luck, dude. I'm pumped. It's gonna be sick. Like, and, and for those who uh, want more info on how to, like, break down a bike and mail it or do any of that stuff, uh, I know Maze Cornped had a really good video with uh, Moped Factory from Graham that uh, he breaks down, like, how to break down a moped and ship it and put it in a box and all these things. So, Check that out. Cool content out there. Um, dude, that's it. Fuck your car. Ride a moped. Later, so, Josh. Um, Thanks, Bob. What are your favorite moped sounds? Later, guys. Thank you guys for listening to Moped Money Podcast. I'll catch you next week. Later. Sounds like the fuck, dude.